A Heart for Service, Part B. Welcome to this second blog in my series, A Heart for Service. In the first blog, I shared some of the lessons I have learned over the years as I have served in church and different ministries. In summary, the lessons were, number one, don't be afraid to get involved. Lesson two, serve at the pleasure of God, not man. Lesson three, serve as a family. And four, anticipate spiritual warfare. If you haven't had a chance to read or listen to it yet, I encourage you to start there. I would like to share a few more insights that I have gained over my years of serving. Lesson five, give of your time, talent, and treasure. God has given each of us certain gifts and skills. I have found that when I use the gifts God gave me in serving, I get a strong sense that He is using me in a meaningful way to impact lives. A unique way that I have had the opportunity to serve has been on boards for church and ministries. I have received several invitations over the years and have developed my own standard that helps focus on my commitment to a particular ministry. I call them my four C's, and they are 1. Calling. It must fit clearly with my personal calling. 2. Character. I must demonstrate and model godly character as I serve. 3. Capability. I must exhibit capability to serve and lead others. And 4. Commitment. I must make the commitment of time to serve as a leader. To demonstrate commitment requires more than just verbally agreeing to serve. I have chosen to show my commitment to the ministries I serve in a number of ways. 1. Attendance. As a board member, it's important to add all your meetings to your calendar as soon as they are scheduled and strive to attend all formal responsibilities. It's important to benefit from time together as a board and contribute as a member if you're not able to be present. 2. Time Commitment Serving on a board requires a time commitment over and above the time required for formal responsibilities. Ensure this time is factored in and planned for. 3. Financial Support when presented with a ministry opportunity, sometimes my money follows my heart and other times my heart follows my money. Either way, supporting a ministry financially benefits not only the ministry, but you as an individual and as a member of the board as well. When we are considering making a donation to an organization, a key determinant for us is what percentage of the annual budget is covered by the board. Board members have insight into a ministry, more than a donor would. If a board is sacrificially providing financial support, it speaks loudly and encourages us to support them too. 4. Allowing God to Lead When serving, I seek God's leading and direction on how and where to serve. Sometimes I opt to volunteer in an area that is more difficult and sacrificial on my part, rather than effortless or convenient. That way, I feel I am truly giving, and the ministry also gets the biggest return. 5. Decision-making Though unity at the board level is important, I don't believe it is critical when it comes to making decisions. It is more valuable to allow sufficient time for discussion and have different perspectives shared before putting the board to a vote. When there is no agreement reached, allowing additional time to discuss or even delaying a vote to a later meeting is warranted. Lesson 6. Being actively involved on a board. How to be an active and effective board member is not always clear. However, over the years, I have identified several ways to contribute outside of the formal responsibilities. These include 1. Visit the organization on the ground. If you serve on a board that operates outside of your geographical area, it becomes difficult to stay involved and gain hands-on experience with the organization. 
Therefore, I have found it beneficial to schedule time to travel and visit the organization. Plan your time beforehand so you can get the most out of your trip. Seek to spend your time not only with those who have prepared for your visit, but with people or experiences that will offer a different perspective of what is happening in the organization. On subsequent trips, plan to visit other locations and people within the organization that you have not seen before. 2. Host Organization Guests When individuals who are serving in the ministry or organization visit your area, plan ahead and spend time with them outside of the formal meetings or responsibilities. If possible, host them in your home or host a dinner in your home, as this extra time together is often rich and valuable. 3. Connect personally. Look for opportunities to connect with your organization partners throughout the year. Reach out on birthdays, special occasions, and key life events. This helps to build the relationship and let them know you are thinking of and praying for them. 4. Proactively read about the ministry. I like to seek out and read materials about the ministry organization, not just those created by the ministry organization itself, but what others have generated about them too. Even if they are in a different language, I try to get a brief overview of the material. Doing this grows my perspective on the ministry organization and therefore my understanding of how to better support them. 5. Mentoring. Look for opportunities to connect with and mentor individuals within the ministry. Even if you are not geographically close, make use of technology to have face-to-face -face meetings. 6. Board Committees. Sometimes the opportunity will present itself to join a special project or committee within the organization. If possible, volunteer to be a part of it, as it allows you to dive deeper into the ministry and contribute on a different level. 7. Pray regularly. Note down different needs and requests the organization has, and remember to pray for them on a regular basis. 8. Support financially. As a board member, I believe supporting the ministry financially is an important part of my role. Writing a check or sending a regular donation causes me to think more about the ministry and pray for them. The act of financially supporting an individual or an organization also does a lot to encourage them and show them you are standing with and supporting the work they are doing. I share more about serving as a board member and the different roles and responsibilities in my handout, How to Be an Effective Board Member. Please take time to go through it for additional insights. This document is available to download in the handout section, or you can keep listening and it will be played at the end of this podcast. Can you ever do enough? Hebrews 6.10 For God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for Him and how you have shown your love to Him by caring for other believers, as you still do. To answer the question in a word, no. However, serving is not a performance-based role, and God does not call us to fix everything. God is more interested in what He wants to do in us rather than through us. There is always going to be more need than resources or people who can meet the need. Nevertheless, making a difference for one individual should never be minimized. Lesson 7. The Joy of Serving When I serve in an area that God has called me to serve, the joy that I receive is second to none. As you continue to serve and take steps of faith, your discernment of where God is calling you grows, and He equips and encourages you for the task ahead. Avoid knee-jerk reactions and acting too quickly, but seek God at every opportunity, as His sure calling will also help you endure as you go through tough times. A perfect calling or perfect opportunity may never come. 
but your choice to show up may lead to another conversation and unlock even something greater. Don't let your hesitation or imperfect schedule hinder you from taking bold steps. Instead, lean in, serve, and be willing to be stretched by God. It's amazing what the stretching looks and feels like. You will learn a lot more about God and a lot more about yourself in the process. Remember, as you serve, to not get overwhelmed with the task at hand, but keep your eyes fixed on whom it is you are serving. Here's a few action points for you to take away from today's podcast. When I find myself serving in an area that God has called me to serve in, He not only equips me, but the experience is deeply fulfilling. The times I have gone out on my own, it gets difficult and discouraging, particularly during the tough times. God's voice and calling is critical when serving. If you haven't had an opportunity to serve, take time to pray and ask God to open a door for you. If you have been serving, take time to converse with Him. Reflect on what you have done and focus on how it has affected your heart. Are you continuing to be inspired by your serving? What internal fruit are you bearing from it? I'm sure you may be asking, can you ever do enough as far as volunteering? In a word, no. However, serving is not a performance-based role and God does not call us to fix everything. God is more interested in what He wants to do in us rather than through us. There is always going to be more need than resources or people who can meet the need. Nevertheless, making a difference for one individual should never be minimized. Thanks for listening. One of our values is, good information is shared with a friend. Please take the time to think of your friends, men or women, who might benefit from this blog. You can introduce the blog to them by sharing the post using the various sharing links, or by sharing the podcast by clicking the share link on the top left corner of the audio link. As you begin to follow my blog and pursue opportunity for growth, it is helpful to do an assessment on various topics of life. If you haven't already, I encourage you to click on the link and take the current life conditions assessment. I believe it would be helpful to take this assessment annually and revisit how you are growing in life. A Heart for Service, Part B, Handout, How to Be an Effective Board Member. Welcome to this handout on how to be an effective board member. I've had the privilege of serving on the board of various organizations. I believe it's important to serve in these organizations with as much excellence and skill as possible. The impact that we have when we make the right decisions can be truly transformative. I would like to share with you a few of the strategies and tools that I have used over the years that have allowed me to serve effectively and consistently within these organizations. Let us begin with the different roles and responsibilities within the board. Chairman of the Board If you serve as Chairman of the Board, I have found the following tools to be helpful. Number 1. The Agenda At least seven days before the meeting, provide a draft agenda utilizing the action items from the minutes of the prior meeting, allowing board members to see what the topics are that will be discussed. Indicate on the agenda how much time you are allocating for each topic. Number 2. Reminders Reminders of action items should be sent to each individual 10 days prior to the meeting. Number 3. Meetings Keep meetings on track, allowing the appropriate amount of time for discussion. Don't let a board member hijack a topic and take the discussion in a direction that is not appropriate or warranted at the board level. Start and end meetings on time. If you serve as treasurer of the board, I have found the following points to be useful. Number 1. Funds Treat all the ministry funds as if it represents widow's might. In other words, a sacrificial contribution 
willingly given, and is all one can afford. Therefore, treat every dollar with care and diligence. Number two, stewardship. As the treasurer, you are the lead board member responsible to ensure that the ministry financial operations reflect good stewardship. Number three, think outside the box. Although you will be focused on the financials of the ministry on a regular basis, it will be critically important for you to step back at least quarterly and think outside the box from a financial stewardship perspective. Sometimes we can get so caught up in the details we miss the big picture, and we are not prepared for a curveball coming our way that we could have anticipated if we allowed some time to reflect on the ministry. We move now to the role of board members and executive director. When serving in either of these roles, it is important to maintain good relations, and I have found the following practices useful. 1. Be willing to discuss difficult things. 2. Communicate clear expectations both ways and reach mutual agreement. 3. Maintain open and honest communication even when it is challenging. 4. Maintain a dialogue even when there is a strong disagreement. Stay engaged. 5. Take time to acknowledge and celebrate achievements. 6. Deal with issues before they become big issues. 7. Recognize when you are in a spiritual battle and fight the battle with spiritual weapons. 8. Earn each other's trust and trust each other. When it comes to indigenous fundraising, as much as possible, encourage fundraising for the ministry to be done locally where the ministry is based, rather than from outside the geographical area. I have learned that when there is a felt cost, then things are often valued differently for both the consumer and the ministry. Fundraising locally also brings greater financial self-sustainability, greater ownership locally, and reduces the dependence on international donors. A note on unanimous board decisions. Understand, a board will not always reach a unanimous decision on an issue. Typically, board bylaws require a majority vote to make a decision. For critical topics, a 75 to 80% vote may be required, which is known as a supermajority. Whilst in other situations, it may only be a simple majority required, which is a 51% vote or more. If unanimity is your goal, then the board is denied the opportunity to move forward and it also can bring in hostility. It is more important to build trust and for each member to know their perspective was listened to and considered. If they see majority are moving a different direction, then they can move to unite and vote confidently with the rest of the board, even if the vote did not go their way. That should be the spirit behind it. Remember, as a board, you are called to empower, not overpower. This is one of the most important areas a board needs to get right. When a board starts exerting power, it becomes flawed. Indeed, there are times a board will be required to power up, for example, if the CEO or senior pastor is leading the organization, church, the wrong way and needs to leave. However, the board should never get involved in the day-to-day -day operations as they now start to hinder and restrict growth of the organization, and the board is now overpowering and not empowering. I hope you have found this information useful. Thanks for listening.